Carrie. And I'm Stephanie, and this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Carrie. We're like not, we're just like, it's a Monday. <laughs> I know. It's like zombies over here. <laughs> and we're here to talk about Love You, Ari. Yay. The last <laughs> of the Love You, Ari movies, so we don't have to say Love You, Ari again. <laughs> Lord, I hope. Until next year. Yeah, I really don't like it. We got to see Wedding Veil 1 the first week. If you want to hear our response on that, we have an episode about it. Then the next week was Unveiled Autumn's episode. Wedding Veil Unveiled. (laughs) Yes. This is the one where Autumn's character, Emma, takes the veil from Lacey's wedding. Guys, there's spoilers in here. Just be prepared. Yeah, the whole thing's going to be spoilery. (laughs) As if they don't already know. But takes the veil to Italy to try to find out its history. And when she gets there, she meets a handsome Italian guy and figures out more of the mystery. Pretty much. (laughs) What did you think of this one? Well, I liked it. I mean, I thought I would because we're in Italy. If we're going, since you mentioned she met a you know, cute Italian guy. Let's talk about their meat cute for a second. <laughs> so their meat cute is Autumn is trying to buy these boat tickets, I guess, to get to, was it Verona? Ver- Venice? Verona? I, was it a V or a V? It's a V. It's Verona. Okay. But I didn't know if that's where she was going or that's where she was coming from. Either way, she is trying struggling with this ticket machine and there's a whole line of people behind her. And so he is next in line and he offers to help. And she's like, oh, no, I, I can do it. You know, I'm sorry. I'll figure it out. If this were me, I'd be so embarrassed. Like, I hate making people wait in lines and things. <laughs> I just do. And I would just be like, thank you. Yes, please help me because this is so embarrassing already. Well, in her defense, she was unaware that there was a whole line of people behind her at that moment in time. He actually has to say something to her after that. And then she still refuses him. I know. You would think that you'd be like, yes, please help me. I, you know, (laughs) I need to get on this boat. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand much Italian. I'm clearly struggling with this machine. I've done all I can. And yet I still think I could figure it out. No, you can't. Just let him help you. I know. And he's cute. Just let the man help you. I know. I actually really liked Paolo. I wouldn't mind seeing him in more things. I agree. And, you know, I think, though, that they were probably trying to get to the point that she makes once they get there, which is she's not trustworthy of strangers. And I think they were trying Mm -hmm. to get into that there like she didn't want his help because she didn't really trust him because he she didn't know him it was just not I don't think the best way to do it I think the way they did it actually once they get there where they're kind of walking in the same direction she's like are you following me you know (laughs) was a little bit better handling of that yeah I didn't think about the I mean I understand not wanting to trust strangers especially in a different country but you're surrounded by a ton of other people and broad daylight I don't know I feel like you're kind of okay if someone offers to help but (laughs) who am I to say 
I don't know. All of my comments are pretty much about him. <laughs> That's so because funny. I just, I liked him a lot. So I thought he was funny, especially when they were, they got in his fancy sports car and she compared him to this movie star. Because you, you know the the Italian movies or French movies any European movie they have the attractive guy in his convertible and he's got his glasses and she's got her scarf wrapped around her hair and it's all very golden age Hollywood but in Europe and I thought he was very funny and attractive playing off of her little thing there and he also sang to her did you do you remember that? Yes, there are several parts that I wrote down. Oh, <laughs> and one of them was him singing to her. I just love it when the guy sings to the girl. It brings me back to that scene in Enchanted, which is not a Hallmark movie. But Patrick Dempsey sings to Amy Adams. And that's a callback to when she's like, he'll sing your when she sings her song earlier in the movie. She's like, he'll sing your favorite song just to like show you that he loves you and everything and I'm like oh my gosh so maybe that's like my subconscious it's in my mind now like when the guy sings to the girl it's showing that he loves her (laughs) maybe I don't know I just thought I don't have that point of reference but have you not seen Enchanted oh Enchanted I didn't understand what movie you were saying and then I was not following but um, I have seen Enchanted, and I do love Enchanted. And now that you say that, I actually do really love that. <laughs> but I was not thinking about it when I wrote it down. I just thought, I thought he was just very sweet. I put down these, the, when I was awing about stuff, like his arm around her on the boat. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. And then they're, they're hand-holding, which isn't really about him. But, like, you know, there were several times that they were holding hands. And then the biggest awe of all that I loved about him was the getting on the train. Yeah, I wrote that down, too. At the end of the movie to go after her. He jumped a train for her. A slow-moving train. It was still romantic, though. It totally was romantic. And and she goes, you know this is going to Rome, right? He's like, I want to go anywhere with you or something like that. And I was like, kill me now, Paulo. <laughs> now well didn't you talk to paulo today didn't he respond to our instagram post he definitely did (laughs) so look at you carrie (laughs) this train is going to rome paulo (laughs) carrie wants you on it with her oh man yeah and i liked how forthcoming he was with his feelings you know he's very straightforward about them and then i also liked one of their dates Well, I guess she probably didn't think of it as a date, but he took her to stitch lace and I was like to relax. And I was like, this is a very unique date. It was sweet. That was cute, too. And I really didn't think of it much of a date either. But when you say that, it's like, obviously, that was a date. And I thought it was fun. It was like something she would not have normally done, but it's something that he's very familiar with as someone who's probably always in control and always teaching people things Mm -hmm. it was a good way for him to be teaching her something that's kind of fun not like high difficulty you you know like not high stakes kind of thing right like oh this Mm -hmm. person's teaching me politics or (laughs) you know like 
just something a little bit low key or whatever. And she spent like, she helped him with the PowerPoint and those kinds of things and doing the Mm -hmm. research and stuff like that. So I don't know. I really enjoyed this, this story a lot. Yeah. I liked, I thought it was a good storyline, like learning the history of the veil and with like Italian history and stories and lore with it. I liked the mention of letters to Juliet and how Mm -hmm. she wrote one. Yeah. Did you watch that movie? I did watch that movie. Yeah. Okay, good. The Amanda Seyfried and Ryan Felipe. I never know how to pronounce his last name. I think it's Felipe. Yeah. So that was kind of a cute callback. I will say that while I liked the movie and I liked things about it, it did feel kind of long. I could understand that. I think it was kind of a little slow moving, I felt like. And it was interesting to me what kind of points to this is one of the side stories is one of her students gets kicked out of the class because he he was not able to finish paying his tuition and he needs the class to and it was like that happened so far into the movie and with like Mm -hmm. just a couple of weeks left of school I was like what is going on like this is really strange to me and then that really didn't get resolved until almost the end of the movie yeah and you would have thought that for him to be able to stay in the class, it would have come up earlier, but it really didn't. And this kind of leads me to something I was actually going to say in the third movie. I really wish that there had been dates as a parameter for where we're at in the movie, the timeline. I know that they would be like, oh, eight months later, this Lazy got married or whatever it was that they said. Mm-hmm. But I really wish they would have started off at a minimum summer of 2021 or something like that. And then kind of had like the seasons go by. That way you kind of have it in your mind really where you're at in in the timeline. Yeah. I think something like that or even in her movie having July, you know. Yeah. And then you see that these things are, I don't know. I just felt like the timeline across the whole series, I kind of lost track of where we were at. I agree because I was thinking this too because they made some comments kind of referencing time as if not much had passed but we had a lot of time in Lacey's movie then we skipped forward for her wedding then we skipped forward again for autumn like they're they only have their trips to you know some city like once a year and I think they had like three trips three of them yeah yeah, we've spanned at least three years with these movies, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel like that much time has passed. And I was actually trying to remember, you know, if we're talking about Allison's movie, if her and Finn got together in Lacey's movie or like how long they had been together. Because based on the timeline-ish that we can kind of put together, it seems like her and Finn would have just gotten together since in her movie. She's like, oh, we were only, you know, a couple for two years or whatever. I agree. It's kind of weird because in Lacey's movie, it sounded like they had been together for a long time when she talked about him. Like they were just happy, yeah. content being together. And then mm-hmm. in Autumn's movie, she says, we're actually talking about getting engaged. Yeah. And then in her movie, she's like, we've only been together for two years. We were only together for two years. I mean, that would be a fine progression. I'm not like saying anything. Uh, my parents got mar- got engaged after three weeks, guys. So it's not... <laughs> It's not like 
<laughs> I'm against a fast progression of a relationship, but I do feel like the words that they were using to express it and Allison's, this is like, so this probably should be part of the Allison discussion, but Allison's discussion or Tracy's discussion about Finn seemed so lackluster that it made it seem like they had been together a lot longer than she made it seem like in her movie is what I feel like. Yeah. Agreed. The timeline just needed, just needed work. Uh, and then I think the last thing for Autumn's movie, because all the rest of my stuff is ratings, is that it felt like Lacey and Allison were in her Autumn's movie less than the other two. Like they felt like they were barely in it. And then felt like they were really barely in it, like in person, you know, all three of them. I mean, I can understand that, but I also... It's not that surprising to me because she was in Italy and none of the rest of Mm -hmm. them were in Italy. Yeah. That doesn't really surprise me. Although I feel like it would have been a good opportunity for them to have come visited her for a little bit of the time. If if my best friend was in Italy, Mm -hmm. why would I not go to Italy too? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I just didn't even think they have very many phone calls either. Hmm. I don't know. It just felt like Lacey and Allison were barely in this one. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that, but I have two more things that are outside of ratings. Um, okay. I really loved the family dinner scene, the first one that you get, and where the grandma's 85. Did that grandma... I want to look like that at 85. <laughs> it's because she's so relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> they don't but, sweat anything there. Yeah, that's true. But I was just like, man... And I just loved his family and how, like, together they were and how they had lunch and business meetings and stuff. It was really nice. And then I actually wrote wrote a quote down as my other thing. Don't dwell on the past and make plans for the future. It was Mm. on there. I don't remember when it was said. It was apparently at the very beginning of the movie some point. But it stood out to me, apparently. (laughs) That's a good quote, though. Yep. Like, I'm trying to, like, think it through. Hmm. Sometimes they're smart on Hallmark. <laughs> sure are. Motivate. Motivate. <gasps> oh, All right. okay. Well, they are like inspirational, right? That is true. Know. All right. So for our ratings, for setting, I obviously gave it a five because uh, we were in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, it was so pretty. I wanted to be there. Oh, yeah. Okay. I have a couple of things about that, though. I did write, right. love, 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 love the lights, <laughs> the luminaria. That oh, was yeah. not technically Italy. That was technically B- Bulgaria from Autumn's Instagram page. She had posted the photos mm-hmm. and said it was in Bulgaria. But I, I loved the whole lights and the whole, that whole thing. I just loved it. And then I loved the story of the painted houses. Oh, yeah. Where the houses were painted these bright colors and different colors because it, help to lead the people coming back on the boats in the fog back to their home. And the reason that I loved this is I went to Willemstad, which is the most painted town in the Southern Hemisphere or something like that. It's in Curacao off the coast of Venezuela. It is a Dutch Caribbean island. And all the all the different row buildings are all painted a different color. <laughs> and so this story kind of made me think of that one, even though that one's much better than the story. <laughs> But (laughs) so the houses are made of coral reef there. 
because there's coral everywhere. Like the beaches are coral rocks. They're horrible to walk huh. on. Um, not the beaches, beaches. They, I don't know if they put sand down or if there is sand there, but like actually once you start to get into the water, it's all these coral pebbles and they hurt Ooh. so bad. The houses are, are coral stone and the guy who was running things there, I can't remember the governor or something like that, decided that he was going to have everybody paint their homes a different color because the salt water and the coral eats through the paint. And they have to repaint the houses every six months. And he owned a paint store back in the in the Netherlands. <laughs> oh. So he was getting all of his paint sold to these people in Willemstad. <laughs> That's actually genius. <laughs> and so he, I don't totally fault him for it. <laughs> I know. And so now they put like a concrete barrier over them and paint the concrete, but that still only lasts about a year before the salt water starts to eat through them and erode the paint and they have to repaint it again. Huh. I know. The more you know. So I just <laughs> liked that little town. It reminded me of Willemstad. I liked it. Mm -hmm. and that story was funny, but. Cute. Okay. That's, that's yeah. really interesting. <laughs> Next, a uh, style. I gave it a four because I liked Autumn's clothes. I did not like them as much as Lacey's, but I did think they were pretty with the long dresses. And then she wore these red pants that looked super fun and comfortable. I actually gave it a five. I really liked her style. I agree. I did not like it as much as Lacey's, but I did rewatch this movie yesterday just trying to reacclimate myself for having this discussion I actually felt like I liked more of her style the second time through like more I noticed that I was like oh I really like that and it may be that I wasn't paying as much attention the first time you're trying to catch the details of the story and stuff and I already know what's going to happen so mm -hmm. I went ahead and gave it a five eh, that's okay I mean she still looked nice and Paolo yep. obviously Paolo looked, looked good. really nice yeah a storyline I am also giving it a four because I liked all of the history stuff and the way they found things out, but I just, I did think it was kind of long with pacing, so it's not a five. Well, it's a five for me. You know I love Whoa. this his historical problem-solving, researching things and figuring them out, so mm -hmm. uh, I really enjoyed this storyline. Yeah, it was a good one, and I just noticed I skipped over one of my style. I did have a style comment that I forgot to oh, say. Oh, Okay. I, I liked her flower crown at her wedding. I thought it was cute, but I did oh, yeah. not like her wedding dress. See, I really liked her wedding dress. I didn't, I understood why they had it because it was like lace and, you know, her whole thing was lace, but I did not think it looked very good at all. Oh, I really thought I, I was actually going to ask this at the end, the legacy one. I've talked to Stephanie, just so you guys know, about like, do we need to do a wedding veil trilogy episode? So I decided I was just going to bring it up on the legacy one about like whose wedding did you like the best? Blah, blah, blah. See, I didn't love the flowers as much. Like I thought it was cute, but it's just not something mm -hmm. I would pick for myself. So I didn't like love it, love it. But I felt like I really liked the veil on her better than definitely better than Lacey's. Lacey was wearing it just like the, the, the painting, right? Where it's on mm -hmm. your head. And I didn't. I didn't love that as much um, as as Autumn's styling of the veil. And I just, I did really like. And I loved Allison's bridesmaid's dress. 
I also didn't like Autumn's bridesmaids dresses. So <laughs> maybe the whole Autumn's wedding was my least favorite. So <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> um, and then our last category, which I believe is romance. Did I guess correctly? I could not remember what we were doing for this. One. I don't know. I just put down hearts. <laughs> All right, we could do hearts too. Isn't it terrible? We don't even remember our Well, it's category. because they, they keep screwing it up for us. In winter, they didn't do anything winter, so it kind of threw us off. So. Yeah. All right. So for romance and hearts, I gave it a four because I did think it, it had romantic parts. And I mean, Paolo, he was romance, you know, bottled up. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> He was romance bottled up. I feel like that needs to be. I'm going to write. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> this is going to be oh, no. Instagram content. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Bottled with love. Paolo from the Italy. most romantic movie <laughs> ever. <laughs> All right. Aye, and aye, aye. I gave it five. I think it went over the top mostly because Apollo and because him getting on the train really sold it to me. That's the part that got me the most. I see. Yeah, I'm very curious because if you're this over the top on this one and I know your feelings on the next one, I'm like, well, dang. Um, You'll be surprised about my ratings on the next one, but... <laughs> so, right. guys... Well, let's give this a love and nonsense first okay. and then... <laughs> okay. I, I gave this one a love, but it was somewhere in the middle. I gave this one a love, and it's definitely a love. I mean, it's not like the most love, but it's still a love, solidly. Yeah. All right. So moving on. <laughs> moving on. I was telling, I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, I came for Lacey because I love Lacey, and I was expecting Lacey's to be my favorite. I stuck around for Autumn. Mm -hmm. I kind of fell in love with the series because of Autumn and the whole Italy thing. But then legacy was i think the best of the three which is surprising because yeah. i was expecting it not to be the best of the three sorry guys but i think it was the best of the i want i wonder if that's why it is like our favorites of it and what we why we think it's the best because we had such low expectations for allison's movie <laughs> that i not mean that we had super high for autumn or lacy but it was pretty low for allison and it just was way better. I feel like the banter between the two of them, Victor Webster and Allison Sweeney, was really, really great in this. I felt like mm -hmm. their relationship, uh, you know, Lacey's, Kevin McGarry's accent was skewing the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then Paulo, I think Autumn's inability to be open to him for most of the movie kind of affected theirs. That's and true. then mm -hmm. Allison and Nick, even though they were, even though Allison was kind of the same way, like not willing their banter and the way that they bonded, they almost became best friends like immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that won it over. I agree. And I just think I wrote down, I think this movie was more well-rounded than the other ones as far as like friends because they had their core group, obviously, but then Allison had her other friends and I know they kind of had Lacey have a friend ish in her movie, but it just didn't feel the same. And then they also had family in this one as well. 
which I know Paolo had his family, but I don't know. It felt more, like I said, just well-rounded to me as far as everyone's story together and everyone's relationships. I agree. I think they hit a stride in this one, too, because I really was interested to see what was happening with Finn because she's talked about Finn seemed very uninterested in Finn. If you ask me for mm-hmm. like both of the other movies, like she's like, Oh, we're still together. We're blah, 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 blah. You know, but it was never like, she never seemed like she was in love with Finn. No. And then you get to meet him at the first and they're kind of like, okay, I get it. <laughs> I feel like I spent a lot of time on her and Finn's relationship and breakup. Like that was a good chunk of the beginning of the movie. I'll agree with that. Yeah. I think so too. Because it was quite a while before she even ran into Victor's character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it didn't feel like I didn't think this one felt long compared to Autumn's because of it, but I did notice I was like, well, this is a a long little stretch of time here but well and I kind of feel like they had to do that because they didn't put any emphasis on it at all like I felt like in the other two movies they were pushing Finn onto her right like she Mm -hmm. has to have she's in this relationship she's always got to bring him up like I felt like he was mentioned a lot in the other movies so maybe because of that they really felt like they had to commit to it but I was going to put this under storyline but I'll go ahead and stay it here I appreciated the fact that her and Finn broke up and he didn't come back. Oh my gosh. Yes. When, okay. So when she and Victor were like about to kiss, have their first kiss, I for sure thought he was going to show up. I was like, Oh, it's ex-boyfriend time. And he never showed up. And I was like, well, 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 hasn't Hallmark grown up a little. Yeah, I was really happy about that. I appreciated the way that they handled it. You know, they broke up for a good reason. And I like that they broke up before she met Victor. It was never mm-hmm. this this kind of... Edge of cheating. Yes. And he was never a terrible guy either. Where you're like, right. why are you even with him? Yes. Even though you were kind of like, why were you even with him? Because he is not nearly as cute as Victor Webster. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, and he he very obviously had different um he had a different path in front of him. They didn't have the same interests, I guess is what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah. I agree. And that's one of the things that I really enjoyed about theirs cuz this was a storyline that when they told us the storyline where they're like, "Oh, she gets this manuscript thing and blah blah blah." And I was like, "How is this how is this restaurant, this chef going to help her?" with this Mm -hmm. thing like this just seems like such a strange thing but the fact that his family and he knew his grandmother loved that inscription on the statue of liberty and the fact that he because he was a chef he knew some people that had money so it like it worked out well because he had connections that she could utilize and i wasn't seeing it going there just from the silly description that they gave yeah I actually liked this movie's plot a lot better than the other two because the other two movies were so focused on the veil and discovering its secrets and everything 
And this one, the veil took more of a back seat. And it was more just, we're going to focus on how it's supposed to like bring you your love. But we're not searching and digging around for its history again. And, you know, while she's kind of searching for like working with Victor on this manuscript or poem, whatever the heck it was, this the main part of the movie was still like their relationship. I don't know. I think that's why it felt different to me and why I liked it more. I'll agree with that. It definitely was, spoiler again, <laughs> if you haven't watched it, don't let us ruin it, okay? Just stop and go watch it. But the tie around at the end with how his family is Ariana's family, I did not see coming at all. And I guess I well, should have seen it coming because they didn't talk about the veil hardly at all. Like, I mean, it sat at getting fixed for a really long time, you know? But mm-hmm. I just felt like it was like a very nice bringing them all together. And it was a story that kind of just developed on its own. Not yeah. forcing it like Lacey or Autumn. Yeah, I agree. I did kind of think it would belong to his family along with those earrings. I was like, I feel like this is going to be the twist or whatever. (laughs) And then it was the twist. And I was like, well, there you go. What are the odds? And now Autumn and Allison are related through marriage, which that's even more crazy to me. (laughs) Well, I agree. It's cute. It's cute. It's crazy. They're cousins that married the the guys are cousins mm-hmm. now that i'm on this thought of the guys i'm gonna go a little off track i apologize okay obviously neither of the other guys were in the first movie why was kevin not in the second movie and why was paulo not in the last movie this is absolutely unacceptable <laughs> yeah you know i read an article about this but i don't remember like saying that they weren't in the movies but i can't remember if it gave a reason or not Maybe he just couldn't get out of Italy. Well, that I could understand. That's that's one thing. But to not have Kevin's character in the other one? Yeah. I Because that wasn't filmed I don't know. in Italy, I don't think. The wedding scene, I don't think, was in Italy. No, it wasn't. Even though they said it was. It definitely was not. So, so, so I just felt like, Kev, I mean, okay, if this is the only other reason that I can think justify. Kevin is in the Wedding Veil movies. He is also in Wind Calls the Heart, and he is also in Feeling Butterflies. So perhaps there was a scheduling conflict, and if they're still doing it, if he's still in it, he might still be in Heartland also. So perhaps that's the reason he wasn't in it, but I just felt like it was a really big missed opportunity. I agree, because I really liked the scene at Allison's wedding when Kevin was talking to Victor. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. The two guys. Because it's nice seeing two lead Hallmark actors in the same movie together. Right. I mean, we all went crazy when we saw Tyler Hines for two seconds yep. with Andrew Walker. <laughs> so <laughs> if you get a two-minute conversation, it's even greater. Yeah. So there was that. And then I also liked that Autumn and Lacey were in this movie more. We actually had a scene mm-hmm. where Autumn and Lacey were talking without Allison present, which we had not had any like just kind of two for conversations, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And then they actually showed up in person and had like an actual fight. And I don't know. I liked that they were in this movie more. Yep. And, and mentioning the fight, 
I actually enjoyed that whole thing. I think something that we're missing in our society today is the ability to have arguments with your friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like make up about like you still love each other and you just you kind of move past it. So I appreciated seeing that in this. You usually see that in the leads and sometimes you'll see it, but kind of like makes me think of um, where your heart belongs, where she's so self-focused. That was not what was happening here. You know, you'll see it in those Mm -mm. kind of movies where the one person is just over the top. It's narcissistic almost and whatnot. But this was not that this was her character was Allison's character was really dealing with wanting a relationship where she really loves the person. Cause that's what I think. I don't think she really loved Finn. I think she was mm-hmm. in that relationship because it was comfortable and it was not scary because she didn't really love him. Yeah. And so she's dealing with all these feelings that she's having for Victor's character and then trying to work that out, I think was, I, I liked it. Agreed. I just thought her whole thing was much better. And then, so this kind of goes with the veil being related to Victor's family and maybe kind of storyline, but... I kind of want them to continue the legend. You know, they kind of joked when Allison gave the veil back to Victor's family, like this belongs to you guys. And it was his mother, his sister and his grandmother. And they're like, Oh, three more weddings. And I'm like, I need to see this happen because one, we'd have some movies with older heroines, which you don't usually like. I don't usually like true, but they very rarely look or come off as older heroines. Like, no offense to the lady who played Victor's mom, but she's not normally a lead. Mm-hmm. She looks older than their normal, quote-unquote, older heroines is what I'm trying to get at. And they definitely don't do anything with his grand- anyone his grandmother's age. I thought those could be interesting. If they don't want to go that route, they could still do his sister, and they could do Paolo's cousin, and then... I'm sure there's someone else out there that they could pair up. but Well, you know, and even if they don't want to do a trilogy, like now that you're mentioning this, I feel like they could do his sister who, if I'm not mistaken, is she the one, is she not the sister from 12 Gifts of Christmas with Katrina Law? She might be. She looks a lot like I know I've seen her before. If she is not that, if that's not who she is. But like, I feel like, she could have her own movie and what if the aunt well, what if the mom has the veil for whatever reason takes it to get it dry cleaned or something and ends up meeting somebody and it's kind of like this the story of the two of them end up meeting mm-hmm. because like someone in one movie you know what i'm saying where you kind of have this yeah. thing continuing on or i was going to say what if in 20 years they reprise this and they have like their kids it gets passed down. That would be really cute, actually. That would be really cute. But you can't do it now. You've got to wait. you got to hold on to it. <laughs> I know. Hopefully all of them are still acting for Hallmark in 20 years. <laughs> I know. So they can reprise their roles as the parents. Yeah. <sighs> oh, my gosh. So um, I have a couple of funny things that I wrote down. Okay. I, will, I loved when they met and he's like, I'm the best man. And she goes... If you say so. <laughs> Their like mm-hmm. banter there was like amazing. And then she's like, go dolphins. And he's like, hey. <laughs> and she winked and it was so cute. It was so it, funny. 
<laughs> it was so funny. I loved that. And then I loved that they called him Tuxedo the whole movie long. Yes. I really liked her relationship with her coworker slash best friend. I did too. Who that was, was also really... in Welcome to Mamas. I actually wrote that down on Welcome to Mamas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I think I, I guess I could ask you this first before I say this. Which character do you think that you, Avery, Emma, or Tracy, do you think you relate the most to? Well, dang. I don't know, because I can see myself in all three of them. Um, well, I don't see myself, I don't know, Carrie, because I could say I have the romantic tendencies of Lacey, but then I have the trust issues of Emma and then or autumn and then i have like the f- being afraid like allison so i i don't know i can't pick one <laughs> okay cuz i was going to say tracy is totally me because oh really the the comment that i wrote was i love that redecorating is her coping mechanism <laughs> because i do this <laughs> anytime that like things get really stressful i clean and i move furniture all the time mm. so things are constantly moving I moved furniture, like, in my last apartment. I actually moved furniture because my godchildren came to, to stay with me, and I had this loft upstairs that had was my bedroom. So I gave them the loft, and I moved the couch up there. <laughs> the couch had a pull-out sofa in it. But then after they left, I kind of just left it. And then one day, I'm just like, you know what? We're changing this. And I moved the sofa down the stairs <laughs> by myself. By herself. <laughs> and the mattress up the stairs by myself. <laughs> And she filmed it all and sent it to me, and I thought she was going to die because she climbs underneath the couch that's still propped <laughs> up on the stairs. I'm like, oh, my gosh. But this is totally who I am. I'm like, let's let's move furniture. I need I need something new. I need something fresh. It's, I don't usually buy a ton of stuff, but like not like her with the rugs, but I definitely do this. That's really funny. <laughs> do you have anything else that falls outside of the... Scoring. Um, I think I can fit it into the scoring. So we're good to go. So for setting, I gave it a four. I mean, I liked it, but it was, I don't know. I just didn't think it was three worthy. So I gave it a four. I gave it a five. I like the New York ones. This one felt really New York to me rather than some of them, you know, it's not really New York. You know, but this one kind of felt like it more to me for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And I probably could be okay with giving it a four, maybe four and a half in between, because it definitely was not as good as Italy. Oh, no. Mm-mm. But I still I still really liked it. I really liked her apartment. Yeah. I really enjoyed the places. They went to, like, the marina thing. There, I liked a lot of it. Yeah. So four. Style, I gave it a three, because she had the least my least favorite stuff to wear I just I don't care for that look and it was very business professional which is fine but it just wasn't for me okay I thought I was going to be low on this one because you really liked her style in the first movie so I thought Mm -hmm. well maybe she's really going to like it in this one I actually gave it a four I could probably be convinced down to three there were several outfits that I really really liked I was very disappointed you know what it's getting a three now because of this one thing oh dear I was very disappointed she tried on that red dress and then ended up wearing the other one what is wrong with you why do we even have that scene you know what I didn't even notice that she wore the other one 
I noticed it when it was happening, but I did not rewatch this one. I meant to rewatch it before you had this conversation. So when I was giving the styles, I didn't think about it until just now. So I'm going back down to three because she should have worn that other dress. <laughs> well, there you go. And I'm sure her mother would agree. It looked great on her. And I agree. Her style's not my style. I think the problem that I had with some of the things she chose, she wore a lot of leather or vegan leather. I don't know which one. But... Like, there was a leather skirt. There were leather pants. Things just kind of also seemed baggy on the bottoms. So even though a lot of the time mm. I liked waist up, I didn't like waist down. Huh. I did not notice those things. Probably because I just was like, meh, I don't like this. And then <laughs> I didn't give it any more attention. The things that I did like, I really liked, though. I thought, like, were really good. And I was rewatching, I don't know which one it was. One of the other ones this weekend. And she was wearing this yellow blazer. And I was like, oh, I would never pick a yellow blazer, but I really like that. You know, and she had those brightly colored blazers, which I do like, like the blue one and mm -hmm. whatnot. But I feel like her style changed from the first movies to this one. Really? Yeah, because now I'm thinking about it. Wasn't she dressed brighter in the other two? Well, the first. I feel like she kind of had a darker look than this one. Um, the first movie, the only thing that I really remember about her was she had the bridesmaid's dress, which doesn't really count. And then the, the jumpsuit, the yeah, sea the green jumpsuit. jumpsuit, which I didn't love in the first one. And then the second one, the, I think she had that yellow jacket in the second one. And that's the only thing that I really remember her being in. Cause you're right. They weren't really together that much. Hmm. You know, though. I'm now thinking I really did like Allison's wedding dress, but I'm still going to keep her out of three. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I like it, but you're a three. Okay. All right. So wait, before we move on, mm -hmm. whose wedding did you like the best? Talking bridesmaids, wedding dress, whole feel. Um, this is hard. It's obviously between Allison and Lacey. And I think... I think I'm going to go with Allison because I think nighttime weddings are a little bit more romantic with like the fairy lights and everything. I will agree. I really liked Allison's. I think her dress was nice. I loved the bridesmaids dresses. I thought they were really pretty. I loved the whole feel. It was like crystal and like sparkles mm -hmm. and nighttime and just really luxurious it felt to me yeah, very um, classy I would never pick an outdoor wedding my hair would hate me and it wouldn't do what I wanted and therefore I would hate my hair <laughs> well all of these were pretty much outdoors was the last one outdoors or it I thought they were the standing city. in front of yeah I had a view I thought they were like on Maybe a rooftop was, yeah but I was thinking it was a rooftop with glass so you could still see the city. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It was dark, so you couldn't really tell. But I don't know. I, I, I think Allison's wins. Agreed. Woohoo. And then storyline, I gave this one a five because I just liked all of it. And it was just, I don't know. The way it all came together was well done. And it didn't feel like it lagged anywhere. And I was interested the whole time. Like I was 
smiling a lot. I was like, oh my gosh, because, you know, scenes. So, yeah. Um, I agree. I gave it a five also. I really liked it. Yes. And then the last one, romance. I also give it a five because I think it was a day who messaged us saying like it was a bit steamier. I mean, it wasn't like steamy, steamy, but there was definitely chemistry between Victor mm-hmm. and Allison and like him reaching over her in the cabinet when they were searching for the spices so close. I was like, oh my gosh. And then she's like, we'll put ourselves in your hands. And you're just like, oh, and you know, she was just like, I didn't mean it like that. But you know, I don't know. They just, they had a connection and you could they feel it. Did. And it was, it was very romantic. And you're just like, oh my gosh. Like every time he looked at her and she looked at him and he said something, I was like, oh my gosh. No, I, <laughs> I was agree. like a little kid. They were really well paired. Um, I hope yeah. they do another movie together at some point. Um, I thought that they were went really well. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what another movie with them would be like if this one helped them along with writing and everything. And if we saw them in something else, it, it would just suck. <laughs> Come on, Hallmark. Give it to us. <laughs> give it to us. So, so obviously this one this is, is a love. love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yep. All right. We are 49 minutes into this and we still have one to go. Well, I don't have a lot to say about Welcome to Mamas. Me I don't know about you. I put down several things, but I don't know if they're really worth talking about or not. But so we'll, we shall see. Well, I was going to say, if we don't have a lot, we could just do ratings and, you know, sort. Our um, let me name off my couple of really random things. Okay. So there is this photo that I showed you. Where he's creeping on her through these baskets. Mm-hmm. It was part of like the photos that Hallmark has on their website for it. If you haven't seen it, you should go see it. It's really creepy. Was not nearly as creepy in the movie. No. <laughs> as it was in that. In that- fact, I don't even remember it in the movie. Like, I think I know what scene you're talking about, but I don't remember like, oh, that was that creepy part that Carrie sent. <laughs> They had gone to, she had gone to the market, was looking for him, and the guy called and said, get over there. And so he shows up and he sees her through these baskets and then walks around the corner. But it was, I was like, this is not selling this movie for me. I wrote Sal was in Allison's movie. (laughs) Yes, and he was good in both of them. He has a great personality. Yeah. Like very fun and infectious. Okay, and then the last random thing. So the story is she's learning about mama and I kind of take issue with these things because she's learning about mama through this cookbook that was left. Right. And so is he, they're both kind of reading through it, but this reminded me of not as well done (laughs) five more minutes. Oh yeah. Where she was reading the journal. They're like reading through the journal and time progresses and they're kind of doing these flashbacks and whatever. But it was like, why are you not just sitting down and reading the whole thing at one time? It's not like it's that much. You know, it's kind of weird to me that they do this as part of the movie. And I know it's to, like, create the storyline, but it's just weird to me that if it was me, I would just sit down and flip through the whole thing at one time, you know? Yeah, I agree. It was very similar to Five More Minutes. I had that connection. And they actually had a lot of similarities to the wedding veil legacy movie we just talked about with Allison yeah except this guy's not as good of a chef as Victor Webster because it was literally Italian fusion again yeah 
<laughs> well, and what's interesting is all of these movies were Italian. And so it could have been Italy where eerie. <laughs> yeah, it could have been some kind of Italian February theme. Yes. That was a missed opportunity. Um, but the the photo the the little album that they were flipping through actually made me think of this. And I heard somebody talking about this and I was like, this is so cool. This lady that I heard about, she will go to people's homes so you could hire her to photograph you in your kitchen making family recipes. And then she Mm -hmm. takes the recipes and she takes the photographs and she puts them together to make a cookbook. Oh, that's really cute. And I was like, that, that's so, that's so smart. It'd be a lot of work. Cause she even does it for people who don't have recipes. She'll watch you make it. And then she figures out how to write the recipe. Whoa. Now that is a lot of work. (laughs) I would require the people to give me a recipe. (laughs) Be like, just write guesstimates. (laughs) So I just thought that that was really, I liked the little book with the recipes in it and with the family stories, you know, I'm, I took my grandma's and made it into a cookbook and stuff. And so. I did like that story. Well, I actually thought the grandparents' love story was cuter. I agree. I liked looking back on their stuff, so. Oops. Yeah, I actually have a comment on that later when we get to the rankings. I think that that's all that I have. I think the other two things that I have will fit into probably storyline or set. All right. Well, then, let's rate. For the setting, I am giving it a three because we have your basic restaurant we have your basic green screen of the city and it just wasn't that special to me okay i gave it a four but only oh it's because it's new york well no that didn't sell it on me this time (laughs) only because of the patio with the green screen which would have been better if that was a real life patio like rooftop that you have with that view that would be amazing until they got mm-hmm. to the part with her falling out with mama about renting it out and stuff. I mm-hmm. was like, this should be like, what I would do is I would have engagements on that. You don't do open it up for like a ton of people, but only engagements and they could come yeah. and get engaged there. And it'd be like this special little table hidden like thing. And you don't have to do it for everybody. You could be picky about who you do it with or whatever. But the, but Mama did not want to. <laughs> no. I mean, she might have gone for engagements, like very special thing, instead of just an open every night. Anybody yeah. who comes into the restaurant can be set up here, you know? Yeah. Right. That is true. I think it's funny that you gave it a four because of that patio with the green screen, and I gave it a three because of that green screen. <laughs> I actually, okay, maybe my acceptance of green screens is a little bit more now that we saw that one in. Don't forget to s- I love I you. I love you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> man, what a man. Okay. Style, I gave it a three. I gave it a three also. This girl, I honestly, when I first saw her, I thought she was the girl from Christmas in the at the Plaza. It's not her. <laughs> but I she, did think that that was her. <laughs> she has a doppelganger feel. I thought she was okay in the movie. Like, I didn't think she was terrible. I don't know that I would mind seeing her again but otherwise it was just meh you know they looked okay yep and then storyline I'm gonna give it a four because 
I liked the background with Mama's love story and going back in time kind of thing. And then I did think they did the whole, I'm taking over this restaurant and have to deal with this chef, you know, thing a little differently. They had some unique moments, I guess, compared to how they normally do it. So I was like, "Ah, I can give it a four. Um, Yeah. One of my comments was, wouldn't it be nice to quit your job and be gifted a job like the same day? (laughs) Like your exact job. I know. That is so lucky. I can't even imagine. How did she not know that mama had died? See, I was confused on that too. Is it because she went out of the country and then she died in Italy? But she, I don't know. It's like she didn't even know she had left the country. It was weird. Well, and he didn't really seem to know either, I felt like. Even though he asked her when she was going to Napoli. Yeah. It was it was odd how it all came together in that way. Yeah. So So I would bring it down to a five or from a five. (laughs) I gave the storyline a three. And the real reason is is because I didn't really love it was better than I expected, which is why it's not getting Mm -hmm. a two. (laughs) Yeah. But the only part that I really loved was the last scene. Yep. And it was kind of a little bit messed up with their awkward dancing. Their dancing was really weird, I felt like. And their kisses were kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It, I just thought they were like weird angles or maybe she's just not a good on-screen kisser. I don't know. But there was something that was off about it, even though the scene in of itself, I loved the scene and all the stuff that happened in it. Except for the you know what I think it is now that I'm thinking about it because that was my favorite part of the movie too, and I even was like, oh my gosh, you know, kind of having that inside moment like I had during all of Allison's movie. Uh huh. <laughs> um, I I think it was the fact that they were playing this magic moment by the Drifters. The music is what set the tone and made it probably more romantic than it was. And just better oh. than maybe it was because it was playing over it. And I even had this thought because, you know, last year, whenever we reviewed, I think it was Winter Getaway, the one with Nazanin and mm-hmm. Brooke Starnell. And they had that weird thing where the music was too loud over oh, yeah, 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 speaking. And I had that thought during this movie at the end, but I didn't mind it because I preferred hearing the song over like what she was saying to him. (laughs) So I think it really was the music that upped it, which once again, we know how powerful music is. This happened in five more minutes. Like they need to play more recognizable. I agree. Well, they played Michael Buble in Legacy at the wedding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I liked that. When I watched back, I feel like there was a recognizable song in Lacey's, but I don't remember one in um, Autumn's. I think Autumn's, I feel like they played more traditional, like, Italian music, but I yeah. liked it. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, th- that's what I think about the last scene. So mm-hmm. obviously, romance, I give it a three. And it's mostly because of Mama and her husband. And and Papa. <laughs> yeah. And Papa. See, and I gave it a four only because of Mama and Papa's story. I I mean, I could be convinced that it's only because of their story. Yeah. 
Like the way you marked up storyline because of them is the way that I marked this one up from a three to a four because of them. Yeah. So we need more mama. And then sadly, this is a nonsense. Sure Not is. as hard of a nonsense as I expected it to be, but still Not, a It's no butlers in love. <laughs> no, this was way better than butlers in love. I could see, I could understand someone watching it at least once, you know? Oh, yeah. And I'm sure there's going to be people, I mean, Daniel. Di Tommaso? Yeah, well, I wasn't going to say his last name, <laughs> but yes. Oh, I was just Whoops. trying to think of what I was going to say next. Um, I don't think he was the best of the guys this time. Like, I liked Paulo's character better than his character. Oh, for you sure. Know, you know what I'm saying? And I think Paulo's better looking, personally. Ditomo- yep. mm-hmm. Tommaso. <laughs> Daniel's not, like, bad looking or anything. I think he's cute. But I just mm-hmm. felt like there was something. They were kind of giving him this rugged edge, I felt like. With the leather jacket. Oh, yeah. And he had, had an of, attitude. And his hair kind of looked greasy a lot. <clears throat> like PC and whatever. Like mm-hmm. I, they were trying to give him like this motorcycle kind of look, I felt like. And I just didn't, I didn't love it. Yeah, I didn't like the attitude he had. And then they tried to like bring it back when he had these insecure moments. But yeah. I don't know. Well, and he lied a lot to her in that. Also, I didn't write this down. I don't know why I did not write this down because I thought I wrote it down. I just didn't copy it, I guess, when I my phone was going to die. So I was like, I better rewrite my notes really fast on a piece of paper. And I, the fight that they had in the restaurant oh, yeah. would have never happened. Mm-mm. As someone who has worked in a restaurant for 10 years, unless you are a crazy person, you fight in the kitchen. You never fight in front of people in the restaurant. I could not believe that they wrote that into the story where the people were watching them have this argument. And he knows that. She knows that. Everybody knows that. Anybody who's ever worked in a restaurant knows. If you're fighting, you're like fighting in the cooler. (laughs) Would have been more believable. It was just terrible because this is supposed to be there, soft open to like get people to come back. And they just blew it up. I mean, yeah. I figured it was going to blow up somehow, but. Well, and I knew when she just handed it to him and she didn't say it to his face that that was probably what was going to happen. But I just felt like this is so unrealistic to people who work in restaurants. We would never do that. Yeah. All right. Well, that's Welcome to Mama's. Watch it if you want. It wasn't as bad as Butler's in Love. <laughs> that should be what we say for the rest of the year. Well, it's not as bad as Butler's in Love. <laughs> Hopefully we don't come across uh, another one that's worse than that. Oh my gosh. Can It'd be hard with that sto- with the writing of like the story of that. It'd be hard. Yeah. Well, that's what we think. But they came up with Butlers in Love in the first place. So I don't know. It might be easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's next? Do we know? What is next? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's if you like. If you like, I feel like there's a song like that. If you like, oh, it's a VeggieTales theme song. <laughs> like something oh, not at all. If you like to walk with potatoes. Yes. If <laughs> you like to <laughs> sing a song. 
<laughs> something like that. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Although, oh my gosh, my favorite Veggie Tales song is oh, "Where Is My Hairbrush." Oh, where is my hairbrush? I like that one and the the bunny song. The bunny, the bunny. Ooh, I love the bunny. <laughs> Let's take it back to the childhood days. On oh our next God. episode, we'll be talking about Veggie Tales. <laughs> so, if you like vegetables, <laughs> no, no, no. We're talking about if you like something else. <clears throat> We're talking about historical romance, I think, is what a historical period thing. I think you're correct. If you like historical pieces, we're going to talk about Hallmark's ventures into historical times. Yep. So that'll be fun. A little different. A little different. We'll see how it goes. We thought about a couple of these that we could potentially do just to give us more than just premieres and reviews and premieres and reviews. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, we mentioned before, that's that was our intent originally to have more than just those two. Yep. All and right. we're gearing up for something special the next week. Yeah. I don't remember what it is, but if Carrie says it's something special, I'm sure it's special. <laughs> Since we're talking about historical stuff, I just want to throw out there that Outlander, not Hallmark, but historical and romance is premiering March 6th for season six. Yay! So if anyone's an Outlander fan, I don't know. I started it, but I never got very far. You didn't even finish season one? I don't think I did. But not because I didn't like it, but because I started watching something else, I think, and then got distracted and then, you know. Well, I definitely think you should watch the show more than read the books because it will literally take you a really long time to get through the book. What are you trying to say? That I'm a bad reader? I'm saying that I know that you take your time reading and these <laughs> books are teeny tiny print and ginormous books with pages upon pages of description. I I haven't read them because I don't care for that much of <laughs> description and like backstory and everything. Well, and if you haven't read them, I have no chance. So... <laughs> I'm just like warning you that you'll probably like the show better because, you know, it's an easier to take in format. All right. Well, we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. So subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes release. And if you're on Apple podcast, we'd love it if you leave us a review. Apparently those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen. And our social media. Yes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye.